Hey girls, it's your girl. Today is a very special day. It is my birthday and I'm super excited for today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Purity After Promiscuity podcast where we're redefining a woman's worth. It's your girl, Janelle Renee. I want to thank all of my beautiful queens who tuned in with me every week and we rock this thing out. I thank you for just being faithful and loyal, for encouraging me, keeping me going every time you listen, every time you stream. It's a blessing to me. I hope it's even more so a blessing to you. So thank you, queen. Thank you. Hallelujah. I thank you. I am so full this morning. So excited. So overjoyed. And it's my birthday. Hey, go shawty. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. Yes. Okay. So, and my new listeners, I have not forgot about you because you... You also are so important to me. You're so valuable. I welcome you to our community here where we just are all about healing, wholeness. We're all about just redefining our worth, all about just discovering our identity, understanding our value, seeing ourselves as God sees us so we can become these amazing, powerful, beautiful women that God created us to be, whether you know God or not, whether you know it or not. He created you. And when he created you, he created you in his image. He looked at you. He said, it is very good. Not just good. He said, very good, sis. Do you understand that? There are some things in life that are good. You like, oh yeah, that's good. That's cool. But then there's some other things you like, that's very good. Like God created us. He said, very good. Like we got to stop for a moment and think about that. Like no matter what your situation says, no matter what somebody else say, no matter even what you say, you very good. God don't make no mistakes. He didn't, he didn't make a mistake when he created you. He knew everything you was going to go through. He knew your life. He knew the beginning from the end and he still created you and said, you're very good. So I want us to believe that, to walk in that, to embody that right now, starting today, that we have to take authority over our lives, sis. So I just want to say thank you. Welcome. Yes, as y'all can tell, I'm on fire this morning, okay? Because it's Friday. It's our day where we come together, we meet, we fellowship, and it's my birthday. What a blessing to me. What a gift that I get to get on the podcast and I get to rock with my sis. I get to rock with my girls. I get to rock with the queens. You know, we all queens. And I just never want us to forget that, that we all are queens, period. No matter what our background is, no matter what our nationality is, no matter what our status is, no matter where we at in the economical, you know, on the economical scale, no matter what our struggle is, no matter what our family is, it does not matter, we're queens, period, because we were we were created by the king. We are his children, so we're royalty. We got to walk like it, talk like it. We got to believe it. We got to embody it. We got to breathe it. We got to know it. We can't keep walking around defeated and expect our life to produce fruit or to change or to be, you know, or, or to be, you know, just all of a sudden, just this grand life that we desire. We actually have to do our part. We have to believe that thing and we have to adjust ourselves accordingly. And so this is what this podcast is going to be about today. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, it's just going to be a freestyle. I'm just really going to flow however I feel the spirit leads me to flow. Um, again, this this podcast is not just for 
Christians, but because I am a Christian, I do yield myself to the Holy Spirit to have his way to use me in whatever way he see fit to be a blessing to you all. And so I just pray more than anything that this podcast adds value to your life, that this podcast gives you life, that this podcast is helping you to begin your healing, to become whole, to discover your worth, to redefine your worth and all of those things, because that is the goal here. We are on this journey together. I'm right alongside you, sis. I don't have it all together. Please, please, please don't get it mistaken. Don't think because I can get on this podcast every week and I can be transparent and I can, you know, um, use my testimony, use my experience that I can, you know, give um, advice or tools and tips on how to, you know, begin to start um, your healing journey and to start becoming whole does not mean I have it all together. I'm here just like y'all trying to figure it out, constantly trying to understand, you know, why I'm going through this. Why is this happening or discovering another layer of of healing that I need, whatever it is. So I'm right here with you, sis. We in this thing together. And I'm excited that you decided to come and join me um, because I take it as an honor because you don't have to. There's thousands of podcasts out there. You don't have to listen to this one. But the fact that you did lets me know that God is faithful. So I thank you all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's get right into it. This week's episode, this special episode because it's my day. <laughs> um, no, I'm just joking. But yes, this episode is all about new life, period. Um, I know a lot of us, um, when we have our birthday, some of us sometimes reflect, you know, we may re- reflect on our past year, just kind of see like, maybe if we set some goals, like, did we accomplish those goals? You know, maybe there were some areas of growth that we grow, develop, you know, do we mature, you know, maybe there is just, um, some things that we did that we look back and like, dang, maybe I shouldn't have did that. Or I wish I hadn't did that. Uh, whatever that reflection looks like a lot of times people, when they're coming into their birthday, they're, they're like, want to take time. Time to kind of reflect on what that last year was and how moving forward in this new year, you can make it better, right? You can improve. And so that is what this podcast is about today. It's just about how just new life and new beginnings and moving forward, right? And transitioning, because even though a, a birthday is literally symbolic of you going into another year, you become another year better, another year wiser. Hopefully, you know, you're growing, you know, you're developing, right? And yes, we know age, you know, you're getting older, but it's not really just about you getting older. It's more about, are you growing? Are you maturing? Are you maturing and growing emotionally? Are you maturing and growing mentally? Are you maturing and growing spiritually, right? Because there is many a people who are older in age, but very immature in their emotions or in their mind or in their spirit, right? So what I want to talk about today is the new life, you know, that comes with growth, that comes with a new season, that comes with a new year and a new opportunity to go to another level, another dimension, right? The goal is never to stay the same. We should constantly be evolving as a people individually. You should not be the same person you was three months ago. You should not be the same person you was three years ago. If you are, you need to stop and take a moment and you need to really do some self-examination and reflection and introspection to figure out what is preventing you, what is hindering you from maturing. In my experience, things that hinder us from growing and maturing and evolving, sometimes it's just simply 
We refuse to let go of the past. Sometimes we are so, we're holding on to that past experience. We're holding on to that past hurt. We're holding on to that past disappointment that it's like we're now being in arrested development. It's like you just stop growing. You just stop evolving. You just stop maturing. You're just there. You're stuck in that place. You're constantly meditating on that experience. You're constantly thinking about it. You're constantly replaying it in your mind. You're being tormented about it in your dreams. You're having nightmares. You have you getting no rest. You're losing sleep. Sleep. You're stressed out because you don't want to let go of that past. Yeah, that person hurt you. Yeah, that person betrayed you. And it's like you feel like if you let go, you're like you're you're giving them a pass right but no sis you gotta let go for you so you can be free because you holding on to that bitterness to that unforgiveness to that pain is not affecting that person it's affecting you and oftentimes it hinders us it keeps us stagnant right we get complacent we can't advance we can't move forward because we are holding on to this thing and that's not to diminish the experience because i've experienced some some deep pain some deep hurt i've experienced some deep betrayal in my life whether it's from family whether it's from friends whether it's from the person i was in a relationship with i've experienced it and i know what that hurt is like and i know what that anger is like i know what that hatred is like i know what that bitterness is like i know what that unforgiveness is like because i held on like we gonna just be honest like in my last relationship i talk about it often and again i don't want to make it seem like he just this horrible monstrous person his actions was horrible and monstrous however you know at the end of the day it's not a bashing, you know, it's not about a bashing, you know, it's not about just really um, wanting to bring him down or humiliate him or, you know, just talk about, you know, him being this awful person. Because I think we all have the potential to do hurtful things to people. I know I've hurt people in the past and I wouldn't want to be defined by my bad choice or you know um i wouldn't want to be defined by you know my immaturity in that moment when i made a decision and i hurt someone so i really try to be balanced and even telling my truth because again i never want to just totally um demean somebody or totally um just judge and criticize somebody else because because of where they are in their life and in their season. It's not to excuse anybody's bad behavior, but it is to be honest with myself to say that I know I've done some horrible things to people too. And I had an opportunity to grow and to change. I had an opportunity to um, to level up, right? And so in the same way, anybody else can too. Now it's on them to choose to do so, but I don't ever want to be like, I'm judge and jury. I don't ever want to be like, you know, that I, that person is just no hope or, you know, you write a person off because of their actions in that moment, because you never know. They could literally have a, what we sometimes say, a come to Jesus moment, you know, or a counter with Christ, or they can get to the place where they know that they need to change and they can do that. And, and then, you know, 
you're going to continue to try to define them or you're going to continue to hold them hostage to that old person or who they used to be. And you're not going to be able to transition to be able to see them for the person they're becoming. And I'm saying that because that is what we're doing right now. We would not want people who in our moments of being hurt and in our moments of being traumatized, in our moments of being lost, right? In our moments of having low self-esteem and low self-worth and self-value that and we made poor decisions where we hurt people, you know, where we disregarded people, where we ghosted people, you know, where we did things that we're not proud of, right? We made decisions we're not proud of. We did things in that in that moment of brokenness, in that moment where we were just being fueled by that pain and and being fueled by that wound. We went once we heal. Once we evolve, once we begin to become back whole, we would not want people to keep us and define us by that place, that old place we used to be. You don't want to be defined by your past. You don't want to be defined by the things you've done in your past, the bad decisions you made, made the choices that you made. And because now you're no longer that person, right? You, you've now transitioned. You've now become you came into a new life. You, you've now, you know, you, you're no longer that old person. You're, you're, you've now changed. You now have, have, have become whole and healed and, and you're, and now, you know, you're, you're different. And so you would want people to see you for who you are in that moment, not for who you used to be. So we have to extend that same grace to people. That's hard. That's hard because oftentimes when somebody has hurt us, we take it so personal and we internalize it and we, cause we feel the pain. We feel the hurt. We feel the experience behind their action and it becomes difficult to let that go. But I'm telling you, sis, that is going to be one way to be able to advance into your new life, into your new season, into your new beginning is going to be the way to help cross over, to be able to, to, to evolve. It's going to be the, the way to help you not to be stuck in the past and stuck in that experience because that experience is going to being stuck in that experience is going to hinder you from at from advancing into the promise that that God has for you from advancing into the life into the relationship into the place that you desire to be because you're trying to you you can't move forward as long as you're stuck holding on to that experience in the past and I don't know I just felt like I needed to say that that's for me as well because like I said, I struggled with that. I struggled with letting go of the past. I kept trying to move forward and go into the future. But it was like, no matter how hard I tried to go into the future, I continued to, it's like, it's almost like, like a, um, like a spring, how you unwind a spring, right? And you try to straighten it out. But if, but when you let it go, it just winds back up. And so it's like, I kept trying to like stretch myself into the future, but I was so holding on to the past experience and to the pain because I began to find a level of comfort in the pain. Because as long as I held on to the pain, that that's it's like I had a defense, right? It was like I had a barrier. Like I knew that I was not going to allow him to do that to me or to hurt me like that again because I was going to keep him at a distance and I was going to keep a record of wrong and I was going to keep replaying in my mind what I did so I wouldn't allow myself to forgive. I wouldn't allow myself to really love him like I used to. I wouldn't allow myself to be open like I used to. It's like I was guarded. You know what I mean? Like I used the pain and the unforgiveness as a as a shield, you know, as like a wall to protect me from being vulnerable. Right? And I wanted and because I just didn't want to accept 
that he that he was even really sorry. It's like I held on to the pain because a part of me didn't feel like he was sorry. I didn't feel like he was remorseful. So I held on to the pain because it kept me from really accepting his apology. It kept me believing that he wasn't sorry based on what my opinion was and my experience. And so it was like I just held on to it. And then I wanted him to feel what I felt. I wanted him to experience that pain. I wanted him to experience that disappointment, that brokenness, that broken heart, right? I wanted him to experience that. So I held on to the pain and I held withheld myself and I held on to the bitterness and the unforgiveness and I constantly reminded him all the time of what he did. Every time we had a conversation, I, in some kind of way, I would just bring up what he did, how he hurt me, how he did this, how he that did that, how he didn't do this. It's over and over again. I found myself felt like I was just constantly in, in replay. I, I wasn't in play because, you know, when you press play, the movie or um, the song or whatever you're listening to, it continues to go forward. But like if you're if you're on if you're and, and then it goes to the next song, but or it continues on to its finish. But if you're like constantly in replay or you're you're constantly trying to play, but you're just kind of going over and over and over and over again, you're never you're never finishing. You're never following through. You're never going forward. You're just kind of like in this cycle. And I, that's where I was. I was just in a cycle of bitterness. So every time I turned around that, I just wanted to just bring it up. and I just wanted to just beat him over the head with it. I wanted him to feel it. I wanted him to know it. I wanted him to not forget what he did to me. And I lived in that for years. I literally did that for years. And it wasn't until I got to the place where I was like, I was so tired of holding on to the hurt. I was so tired of holding on to the pain. I was so tired of trying to make him pay for what he did that I got to the place where I knew like, I got to let this thing go because it's hindering me. Yeah, it's affecting him because he's having to be belittled and he's having to be, you know, um, beaten over the head with it, constantly reminded, constantly throwing up in his face. But the reality is, it's really bothering and affecting me for real. So I had to get to the place where I no longer wanted to be bound. So it was no longer about him because that was... Uh, a big reason why I held on to it is because I felt like if I let it go, it's going to be like, I'm just making it like excusing his bad behavior, you know, like I'm letting him off the hook, you know? So I was like, I'm not about to for, like let this go because I felt like it was just giving him a pass. And I'm like, nah, I ain't know that. So I continued to hold on. But what I had to get to the place in my mind, there had to be a shift. And I had to realize Nelly, this not about him. This about you because you're being affected. You're the one constantly crying. You're the one constantly emotional. You're the one constantly being triggered. You're the one can't let it go. You're the one who, who who's not going to even be able to move forward to, to even get a, a, a new or healthy relationship because you're too busy holding on to, to this old unhealthy one. So it was, it, it was hindering me. So that was preventing me from being able to move forward. So if you're like me and maybe there's a situation, whether it was with a, a your, the person you was in relationship with your boyfriend, maybe it's with a family member, maybe it's with, you know, a close friend who portrayed you, who hurt you. Maybe it's on your job, whatever it is. But if you're holding on to that pain, sis, if you think you're hurting that person by holding on to it, by being bitter, by being angry, by being, you know, um, by having all this resentment and this contempt in your heart, honey, no, ma'am, you're not hurting them. You're hurting you. And you're now you're in a place of stagnation. Now you can't even move forward. You can't even move forward emotionally. 
You can't move forward mentally. You can't move forward spiritually. For us Christians, we know harboring bitterness in our heart, anger, unforgiveness, all of that, that's sin. That's sin. Because it what it leads to, because the Bible says, be angry but sin not. So that means it's okay to experience the emotion if something has you know, cause you to have an, to experience anger, but you're not supposed to allow that anger to fester and manifest into unforgiveness and bitterness and rage and, you know, and hatred and all of these things. And so once we do that by not letting go, now we're in, in entering into sin. So now the blessings that we are believing for, that we're praying for are being hindered because we harbor sin in our heart. So if we really want to advance, if we want to be free, it's about being free because holding on to to the pain of your past, to past experiences, that's bondage. Because now you're being, you're held bound by that experience. Now you're a slave to it. It controls you. You know, it controls your emotions. It controls your attitude. It's times that I could be perfectly fine, full of joy, laughing. And then all of a sudden I'll start thinking about, you know, what are the experiences we had in our relationship? Something he did, you know, something that happened that caused me pain, something that happened that disappointed me. And all of a sudden it would just change my whole mood. Like my whole mood is down. I'm angry. I'm crying. I'm upset. I'm feeling now depressed. You know, all of that is because I was, I was a slave to that experience. And so it's like, no, we need to be free. And again, it's not easy. It took a lot of intentional work for me. Again, I've been in counseling for over a year and a half. I, I constantly was praying in prayer, fasting, journaling. You know, I was constantly, you know, really trying to just shift my mindset and, and to get to a place where I wanted to release it. You know, I had to do a lot of work. So no, it's not easy, but I can tell you that had I not done that, and done the work, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have the level of freedom that I have today. I wouldn't have the level of hope. Because another thing that happens when we hold on, especially bad experiences we have in relationships, when we hold on to those, it's like it begins to drain our hope. And we begin to lose hope that there is another, uh, another opportunity to have a healthy relationship and have the person that I love you, have the person that'll be faithful, have the person that I care for you have the person that I honor you right we begin to lose hope because we begin to say things like all men are dogs we begin to say things like there ain't no good men out here we begin to say things like I ain't never loving again because I don't want to be hurt no more so we begin to speak these things over our lives and we wonder why that we wonder why that's what we continue to see but it's because we're allowing this experience to shape and define our whole thought process and our whole ideology about something based on one experience even if it's two or three experiences, I know I've had a, a a series of broken and unhealthy relationships that left me in heartache and heartbreak. But it's not that relationships in and of themselves is the problem. It's the people who I'm picking. That's the problem. It's the people I'm picking. So I can't make a generalization about relationships as a whole based on my personal experiences, but behind the choices that I'm making. If I want to see something different in my relationships, then I need to make different choices. But oftentimes we take our experiences and we begin to 
wrap our whole entire perception and ideology of a thing around our personal experience. And then we be, we limit ourselves and then we put ourselves in a box. And then ultimately we just, we end up being stagnant. You never grow. You never move forward. You never go and experience anything different. You never see that healthy relationship because you're continuing to be in a perpetual state of stagnation, being held bound to that, ex- that past experience. And so I'm like with the new year, you know, with your turn of your birthday, whether it's the new year or when you just decide it can be any time, any time of the year. It don't have to be a particular day. Any time of the year when you decide that you don't want to continue to be a slave to your past, you don't want to continue to be a slave to the experiences of your past. You don't want to continue to be to be a slave to the trauma of your past. You don't want to be continue to live in your past. You can decide, you can decide to, in that moment that you are going to disconnect from your past and let your past go and leave the past in the past. And you're going to walk into your future and you're going to walk into a new beginning and you're going to walk into a new life. You have the power to do that. Nobody has that power for you. You have the power to do that. But when we allow experiences, whether, whatever the experience is, because life happens, People hurt people. Bad things happen. Jobs fire you. People betray you. People take advantage. Your family misuse you. All kind of things happen. Your friends, you know, talk about you behind your back. You know, break your trust. Whatever it is, things do happen and they do hurt. I'm not saying it don't. It does. All I'm saying is we can't allow the experience and the emotion that we feel from the experience to to hijack our freedom to control our life life is too short to be stuck in the past experience to to be stuck so traumatized and to be stuck in in your childhood cuz me I had a traumatic childhood I was molested in my childhood, you know, I, I grew up in a very dysfunctional, broken home. I seen a lot of things. I experienced a lot of things. I tried to commit suicide at 12 years old. If you've been listening to all of the podcasts, you have heard um, these things and heard parts of my story. These things is real and true. And it affected me. It damaged me. It traumatized me. And I have been living out of that place of trauma and that place of of, of, of um, wound and a, that place of that bad experience experienced my entire life today my birthday I turned 39 today and for literally 38 years they almost I have lived out of a place of trauma because I was traumatized in my childhood and I was never healed I never got healing and so I constantly lived out of that place and I was constantly really stuck I was still stuck in my childhood because I had never, I was never able to overcome that, 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 those traumatic experiences. I was never be able to, never able to really allow myself to get healed and, or to even speak about it for a long time. I didn't even tell people like, I'm just now, I mean, to y'all, it may sound like, oh, I must be bold or, you know, I must be so healed or, you know, whatever you may think, because you hear me talking about these very, um, these very intimate parts of my life. You know, you hear me talking about these deep experiences, but sis, I just want to let you know, like this, this new, (laughs) this new, 
I just started being like that. I was so ashamed. I was so bound in shame and embarrassment. And I didn't tell nobody. Nobody. People did not know that I had these experiences. People didn't know I was molested by a family member, a close family member. People didn't know I was raped, you know, by somebody else that I knew that was close to me. People didn't know that I tried to commit suicide when I was 12 years old. People didn't know that I, you know, struggled with uh, my sexuality and, and porn and masturbation. And people didn't know that I was promiscuous and I've had five abortions like those were not conversation starters. <laughs> I wasn't going around telling people my dirty laundry. Like, no, I wasn't doing that. I, just like everybody else. I was shame. I was full of shame. Like, I didn't want nobody to know. So what you guys are experiencing today, y'all experiencing a new me. Y'all experiencing the healed version of Janelle. Like, because that unhealed version didn't have the boss. <laughs> didn't have the courage to come on a platform that is available for anybody in the entire world. I'm talking about like, this is not just like my family, my personal circle, my friends. I have no control over who hears what I put out here. It is out here for the world. And I have to be very confident and comfortable in that. Like, it's not to say that only people in Akron, only people in Ohio, because, you know, because that's where I live, you know, or I, it is people, when I look at my analytics, there are people in other countries that listen to the podcast. So when I get on here and, and I'm able to say these things and I'm able to say them in, from a healed place and I'm no longer bleeding and I'm no longer being triggered and I'm no longer bound from shame, that is simply because I went through my healing journey and I'm still on it, but it's because I started it. Period. Because I no longer wanted to be bound up and held back by my past. I no longer wanted to be a slave to my painful experiences and my traumatic experiences. I no, wanted, no longer wanted to give people the power to control me, to control my emotions, to control my mood. I wanted no longer, I no longer wanted people to take my power because I gave them that control. Like I wanted to be free. So I had to do something. In order to be free, I had to be willing to do the work. I had to be willing to do whatever it took for me to get to this place. So what you're hearing is, is just a new version of me. Because probably a year, a year and a half ago, I wouldn't have had the courage to do it. I wouldn't have came on, made no podcast and, and got on here and was been totally open and vulnerable. I wouldn't have done it. Period. But it's just because I made a choice. We make choices every day. Every day that that shape our destiny, you can make a choice today. You can decide, I don't want to be held hostage by this experience, by this painful experience, by this depression, by this divorce, by this rejection, by this abandonment, by this, you know, uh, being cheated on, by this betrayal, by this loss, you know, by, you know, this situation, this circumstance, by the loss of my job, by this, you know, failed marriage, by this failed relationship, whatever it is, whatever it is that you may be holding on to, it, it you can choose to no longer have to be in that place of bondage and being held hostage to that thing, if that's what you desire. The choice is yours. I can get on a podcast every week and tell you what to do, testify to my story, encourage you, empower you, give you all the wisdom that I have to give. But at the end of the day, it's up to you what you do with it. It's up to you to make a decision. 
It's up to you to change your life, your circumstance. Because I've already made my choice. And my, I choose healing. I choose freedom. And embarking on a new beginning. Embarking on a new life for me. I'm literally walking into a new life. I'm literally walking into a new season. I'm literally walking into, in, into my new as a new person. And I'm excited and I'm, and I'm full of joy and I'm happy. And I don't have all the answers. I don't. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know how it's going to play out. All I know is I'm here for it. Because I know what it's like to be bound. I know what it's like to live in, in prison but to my past. I know what that's like. I know what it's like to allow fear to paralyze me. I know what that's like. I know what it's like to be so full of anger, so full of bitterness and resentment that it's making me sick and stressed out and depressed. I know what that's like. I know what that's like holding on to past experiences because I've learned to function in dysfunction. I know what that's like. And so because I know what bondage is like, I had to make the choice to say, I really want to know what freedom is like. I want to know what it's like to be emotionally free. I want to know what it's like to be mentally free. I want to know what it's like to be spiritually free. I want to know what it's like to be financially free. Come on now. Like, I want to know, I want to know freedom. I know bondage. I want to choose freedom. So I'm asking you, sis, what do you choose today? You have the power to make the choice. You have the power to choose you. You don't have to choose pain. You don't have to choose hurt. You don't have to choose loss. You don't have to choose sorrow. You don't have to choose an unhealthy situation. You don't have to, un- to choose an unhealthy person. But you you should choose you. You should choose your freedom. You should want to walk in freedom. You should want to walk into a new beginning, a new life, a new season. You should be want to have joy. You should want to be happy. You should want to experience the fullness of life and the goodness of life. You should no longer want to allow darkness and depression to suck you dry of your happiness, to suck you dry of your dreams, your aspirations, your hope. The Bible tells us hope deferred makes the heart sick. When you have no hope, your heart gets sick. You get dark. You get depressed. You have, it's like you, you don't have energy. It's like you don't even, you don't even have the, 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 the will to live. It's like you just in a slump. Like you just, you just don't have no, 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 no ambition. You don't even have no desire anymore. You're just stuck in this place, this dark place. And it's like, you just feel like you just can't get out. Like, like there's just such a heaviness over you. Because I was there. I know what that's like. I know what that's like feeling like. Every time I turn around, I'm going through something. Or it's, it's just like every time I look up, it's like I'm experiencing some kind of heartache, some heartbreak, some disappointment. I know what that's like. Sis, trust me. I know what it's like to to try to try and try to do better, to try to get better, to try and to feel like every time I take a step forward, I go 10 steps backwards. I know what that's like. I know what it's like to feel like I'm just in the cycle. I'm just in the cycle and I'm going nowhere fast, no matter how hard I try. I know what that's like. 
I know what that's like to feel like every time I decide I want to get up, I get knocked back down. I know what it's like. Trust me. So I'm not here diminishing the experience or your experiences because I've been there. I know I've experienced just disappointment after disappointment, heartache after heartache, fell relationship after fell relationship, you know, everything like you, you don't even have an understanding. Like I've, I've, I've tried, like, I'm just going to just, just testify real quick. I wasn't going to do it, but I just feel the need. Um, I've tried for four years, literally it's not an exaggeration, literally four years. It's 2021. And for four years, since about 2017, I've been trying to move out of my house. I've been living in the house that I was living in for 13 and a half years. It's the only house I've ever lived in as an adult. When I moved there, I only had two children. It was a three-bedroom house. It worked. It was a blessing. I was happy because I had a house. I went from an apartment to a house. So that was, you know, upgrade. I elevated, right? So I was so I was so blessed and happy and excited. But over time, I ended up having another baby. So now it's three of us. And um, it started to feel like we outgrew it. You know, it kind of felt like this wasn't enough room. And then even like um, I started to feel like because I was living on public housing. And I started really desiring to want to have my own home. Like I wanted to experience home ownership and I, and I, and I really just wanted to experience being able to be independent. Right. Cause even though anybody who's been on any form of like government housing, low income housing, yes. Um, especially if you're working, you pay rent, you're contributing more, more times than not, you're paying a percentage of rent, um, depending on how much money you make. If you make over a certain threshold, then you're going to pay the flat rent. So it's going to be the same difference if you just went out here and just rented a house or apartment. However, when your situation changes and you say you lose, have a loss of income, say you have a situation you can't work, uh, then the benefit of being on low income housing or, you know, public housing is that if you don't have no income, then oftentimes you pay zero rent. And that means that it's fully subsidized by the government. They're paying the rent for you. And, you are you know, and it's a blessing because now you don't have to worry about being homeless. You and your family are on the street because, you you know, life happened. And so for that, it's been a blessing for me because I've had a lot of those ebbs and flows in my life. I've had a lot of those times where I will be working, things will be good. And then, boom, you know, something like um, one time I started having seizures, was no longer allowed to work. I couldn't work. I couldn't drive. I couldn't do anything. So I went from income to no income. You know, when I had um, a baby, you know, when I was pregnant with my son, they I had to go on maternity leave at like around seven months um, because of the things that I was experiencing in the third trimester of my pregnancy. So I went from working to not working. So, yeah, I had maternity leave and FMLA at my job, but I wasn't being paid for that. Um Another time when I got in this car accident in 2018, I had a job, I was working and then I got in this car accident and I ended up having a serious injury and needing back surgery. So I went from working to not working and this job, I had just started it. I only was working there three weeks, so I didn't qualify for the FMLA. I didn't qualify for the short term or long term disability or anything because I just started. So 
I had no income. So there were just moments in my life where I, the unexpected happened. I didn't foresee that I was going to have a baby or have to, or when I got pregnant that I would have to go on maternity leave at seven months or any of that. I didn't foresee that I was going to start having seizures or get in a car accident. But those things happened. And through all of it, we were still able to have a roof over our head. We was, we was always able to have the security of having a home. So for that, it was a blessing. However... You start realizing the parts that are maybe not so much a blessing when you have to abide by their rules. There are certain things you can and cannot do. You know, there are certain people you can and cannot have at your property. They have the right to come in anytime they want. You know, they they come in and doing you know do housing inspections and checking your house and you know telling you how you got to really clean and keep your house together. Now I don't really have a problem with cleaning, but I'm just giving some examples of what can be, you know, what, what can become uncomfortable even in a situation that is beneficial, right? And so over time, as I started to evolve and grow and my mindset started to shift, I started to feel like, you know what? I want my own. You know, like sometimes, you know, you, you get tired of a person telling you what to do because it's their property. You know what I'm saying? You get tired of a person telling you what you cannot do. Like, um, we had an experience where my, my youngest son, he wanted a gecko. So for his birthday, I think it was his fifth birthday, his father bought him a gecko, went to the pet store. He didn't go out and like wild catch it. It was purchased at a pet store, had an enclosure, all that. And so we didn't think it was a problem. So I had an inspection and the, the woman came in, she did the inspection. She never said anything to me, nothing. And so I passed my inspection. She gave me the paperwork. She left probably like a week or so later, I get a letter in the mail, um, from the housing agency that I was living under. And they said, um, it came to their attention. They were made aware that I have a, a reptile, um, a lizard in my home and I have to get rid of it immediately because um, I signed the lease and in their leasing policy, they prohibit any exotic reptiles, plants. You can't have a snake. You can't have lizards. You can't have, you know, and it was just a list of different reptiles that you couldn't have. So I was so flabbergasted. So I'm like, okay, wait a minute. It's in an enclosure. Like it's not running around the house. It's not running around free is not touching nobody it's in an enclosure I just didn't have an understanding so um then a couple days later I get another letter saying that it came to their attention that I had a security system installed in my house and they in their records I had not um consulted with them or made them aware and I had to provide documentation of how it was installed and if it did not meet their requirements for installation, I would have to remove it. So I was, so this was like a back-to-back blow. And I'm just like, what? Because at the time I had, um, someone had broken to my house, you know, and I'm a single mother living in that house, just me and my son. So I felt like having security was, you know, important. It was important for my safety, right? So I called the office because I'm trying to get clarity, like understanding, like, why do I have to get rid of my son's gecko that's in an enclosure and why do I have to go through this situation about a security system like I said my house had been broken into and I needed to protect me and my family and basically she went over the policy but in short what she ended saying was it's our property it's our rules and when she said that to me I said to myself okay 
And I had to I had to respect it because it is their property. It is their rules. And I signed their lease. And so I did. I got rid of the gecko and my son cried. My son cried that I had to get rid of his gecko. I had to give it away. His dad bought it for his birthday. I had to give my son's gecko away. And he had no understanding. Even to this day, he even still talks about it. He had no understanding of why I had to get rid of his gecko. And then I had to go through that process of contacting my security system people to give me the the um, orders of how they installed it and all this. And and it was just one of the most disheartening experiences because I'm like, wow, you really learn how powerless you are when you are under somebody else's authority. And I said, I did never want nobody else to be able to make me have to feel like that again. And, and, and it was so disheartening to watch my son cry about his pet that he wanted so bad, just only because they felt it, it was against their policy. It wasn't that the, the gecko hadn't bit nobody. It hadn't done anything dangerous. It was simply their policy that they have the right to enforce because it's their property. So long story short, I've been wanting to move for a long time, needless to say. But I've tried for four years, literally. I've I've went on showings. I've tried to purchase a home. I've I've filed, filled out uh, mortgage applications twice. I've tried to rent homes. I've did. I've hired realtors. I've. I mean, you name it. Like I've did so many things trying to move, and I never could move. And I started to be so discouraged and disappointed because the door would not open every single time. I did everything I could do to try to move, and it was like. I just kept hitting a brick wall. So I got to the point where I started to get so discouraged that I didn't, I stopped dreaming. I stopped dreaming about home ownership because I felt like I felt so disappointed and so discouraged that I just didn't want to get my hopes up again. Can anybody relate? Do you have an experience where you've just been so disappointed? You're so exhausted with disappointed and be, being disappointed and let down that you don't even you don't even be, believe no more. You don't even hope for it no more. Like you don't even dream no more. That's where I was at. Like I was just numb. Like yeah, you know. And that's just where I was because I tried literally for four years. Like I mean, I've, I've rented a U-Haul. I packed up my house. You know, like just everything you can think of. I put in a thirty-day notice for uh, the the place I was living at two different times and still never was able to move. Like I did so many things to try to move and nothing worked. And I was just so like, I I just don't want to get disappointed again. And so recently I started feeling like we needed to move. It was time for us to move. And I was really torn about it because again, like I said, I really wasn't dreaming no more about it. I didn't really want to get disappointed again. I didn't want to go through all of that just to be let down. And so I was kind of like in about it, but I, I decided to put a 30 day notice in last month. And um, all, all the whole 30 days, I was nervous in the back of my mind. You know, I started packing. I started making arrangements to move. I started doing all that, started looking for us a place to move and all that. But I still in the back of my mind was nervous. I, for some reason, I just felt like I was going to get to the end. And like before, I was going to get disappointed. I wasn't going to be able to move. Um, and so I just cause I, because I still was holding on to the past disappointment and the past letdown of that experience prior and so a part of me almost didn't even want to continue to walk in actually moving. A part of me, like I sat around for days when I was supposed to be packing, I sat around and just did nothing. I was like watching TV. 
And I think it was because I was nervous and I just didn't want to pack just to get disappointed. And it's like, I just found myself constantly like battling between that past experience and the hope of this won't be like this. This is not going to be like last time. This is a new beginning. This is a new season. This time I'm going to be at a move. So I was, I was torn. I was going back and forth and long story short, uh, two days ago on Wednesday, was the final day in that house. I turned in my key, cleaned it, moved all my stuff, and we no longer live there. We no longer live there. And even today, it's it feels surreal. It feels like it's not even real. Like I can't even believe I'm so I'm still so shocked because again, I've tried so many times. I tried so many times. So sometimes the very thing that is going to be a blessing, you know, the very thing that we need to do that's going to help catapult us into our future, into our new beginnings is something that we may have done before. And maybe it didn't work out. Maybe we got disappointed. Maybe we got let down, but sometimes we got to get up and try one more time because it's going to be this time that we try that it's going to work. And see, had I allowed myself to be paralyzed by fear, had I allowed myself to be held hostage to the experience of my past, I wouldn't have been able to experience that this time was different. This time it actually worked. This time I don't live there. This time I actually turned in my key. This time I actually gave them back possession of their property. This time I actually moved all of my things out. This time I actually transitioned. But I had to let go of my past experience and it wasn't easy. It was hard. It was very hard to let go, but I'm glad I did it because I wouldn't have the testimony to give you guys today about how I was able to get through. I was able to overcome. I was able to see something new because I continued to move forward. I didn't want to continue to stay in the past. I needed to go into my future. So I had to keep moving forward. And if that meant this time I had to put in a 30 day notice again, I had to find, try to find a place again. I had to pack all our stuff again. Cause like I said, I've done that before. And when I did it in the past, it didn't work. And I had to do the same thing that I did in the past that didn't work again. I had to do it again, but this time I had to do it in a different season. That was the key. Because sometimes we try to do things and it's just not the time. And we get so distracted with being disappointed and being discouraged and let down that we give up. And we don't realize what we wanted wasn't wrong. It it did Just because it didn't work at that time did not mean it wasn't for you. Because delayed is not denied, sis. Hear me. Let me repeat it. Delayed is not denied. It just meant it wasn't the time. So when I tried all them umpteen times, a lot of times over these over those past four years, it wasn't the time. Now is the time. So this is what I'm saying to you today as I close this episode. Sis, now is the time to take back your your freedom. Now is the time, sis, to choose you. Now is the time to let go of the past. Let go of that hurt. Let go of that disappointment and move into your future. Now is the time to try again. If you know this is something that is resonating with you, because I can't say it's for everybody, because I don't know what season in life you're in. We all at different seasons. But sis, if you know this, that I'm talking to you, now is the time to try again. Delayed is not denied. You have the power to choose you. You have the power to choose freedom. 
you have the power to choose life. So let's choose new life today together. Let's transition and cross over into our new beginnings together. Let's take hold of our healing together. Let's walk in our freedom together, sis, because the choice is yours. And I just want to remind you of that today. You don't have to stay where you are. You don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to be in bondage to your past. You don't have to be held hostage by that pain and that experiences. You can be free. It's your choice. Where do you choose? Yes, queens. New life today. Yes, it's my birthday, but it could be your birthday too. It could be the day you decide to be reborn. It could be the day you decide to be really reborn and accept Jesus Christ. It could be the day you decide to be reborn because you take back your power. You take back your freedom. You take back your life. You have the choice. It is yours. Nobody else is going to do it for you. It is your responsibility to choose you. It is your responsibility to choose life. And I'm like, the greatest gift you can, we can give ourselves is us the best version of us so i challenge you to give yourself the best version of you today because yes it's my birthday but it's all our birthdays so i just thank you let's celebrate i'm excited i'm pumped i can't wait for what's with this new life and new season and new beginning is going to hold for me but i'm even more so excited by what yours is going to hold for you so I'm just so I'm rooting for you. I'm so happy. I'm here for you. I got your back. I'm praying for you. And I just want you to know that you are worthy, sis. You're a queen and you have power and utilize that power for your good and to do good. OK, so, yes, um, this is um, where we just going to I just want to thank you all again once for for tuning in, listening. Um, I was made aware that you guys can't leave comments on the platforms when you guys are listening. I apologize. I didn't know that. Um, so I'm going to look into that to see if there's something I can do on my end to make it to where you guys can, um, you know, communicate with me. You guys can always hit me up on my Instagram. Um, at Janelle Renee underscore one, or you can email me personally at purity after promiscuity at gmail.com. If you want to connect, reach out, you want prayer, um, you just want to, um, you know, have somebody who can walk along with you and, and to be there, be a support, be an ear, be a shoulder. I'm here for you. I'm available. So please reach out um, until we meet again. Just know that your past does not define you. It develops you and you are worthy.